Hey, welcome back to Season 3 of Pigeonhole Hockey, a participating member of the Hockey Focus family of podcasts. This is Chris and today's co-host, Steve. Hey, how's it going, hockey fans? And you know us for just a couple goalies that have taken one too many pucks at the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So how goes life, Steve? That's going all right. Had a busy soccer weekend with the family. Um, however, my wife is in Chicago at the moment, so meant a little bit more quality time with me and my daughters, which I will take any day of the week. Um, and weather is beautiful here. So I was watching some NHL hockey in the hot tub on Friday night. So uh, it was tough. It sounds like you live a rough life, Steve. <laughs> You know what? We suffer in Arizona for four months, and now is the time where I get to sit back and say, this is awesome. <laughs> so I'm now in my awesome season. So uh, sorry to everybody out there suffering through winter. <laughs> well, we're suffering through the darkness here because I don't think winter ever actually hits Denmark. We don't really get snow. And if we do, it doesn't stick. Now, I've yeah, only lived through one Danish winter so far, but uh, apparently it's pretty common especially in copenhagen because it's again it's a very coastal country no matter where you are in denmark you're not that far from a coastline it's dealing with the darkness here i think it gets dark around four ish now so it's only going to keep getting darker the closer we get to the winter solstice but yeah what can you do i uh got the hug set up i uh decided today to also for those of you that don't know hug is kind of like the it's this Danish, I guess, word event thing. But basically, the best way I could describe it is that holiday season feeling that the Danes established throughout the dark period of the year, you know, to kind of fight that depression and kind of vibe that feeling. So that's kind of what it is. But uh, I kind of got sick of just sitting because I really don't have a desk or anything. So today I went out to the, the it's called Sylvan, but it's kind of like a Home Depot or a Lowe's. And I went out and, and got some basically some stuff to make myself a standing desk that hangs from my beam in my apartment. <laughs> so, you know, walked out there, got a materials worth about 460 kroner. Uh, I don't know, maybe it was at like 65, 70 bucks ish. I now can stand instead of sitting and watching games. I can't sit this often. It's just, I really haven't had an escape. <laughs> <laughs> don't do my job <laughs> <laughs> i legit look forward to when people call me and it's somebody new that i know i'm going to be talking to for at least 20 to 30 minutes because then i get up and i pace so i'm up and i'm moving if not i'm just <laughs> in my seat not moving and then i wonder why my back is screaming at me so yeah nothing better than an age goalie with bad knees and bad hips to have a job where he's plugged on his fat old plump butt all day but <laughs> That's for another episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, but no, I, I I feel you there. That's why I really fought to get a, a standing desk at my last jobs. <laughs> but uh, that said, uh, it, it's this episode where you kind of want to just talk about how our fantasy league is going, our USPHL After Dark Fantasy League, which is uh the players and teams out of the Western uh, divisions of the USPHL, and then uh, hand out some awards for, uh, I got 12 awards to hand out, and we just kind of hand out awards. So you want to get into some fantasy talk, man. What do you think in your fantasy team? The, you know, you were talking about you're going to have a rough season, and all of a sudden you've been climbing the standings the last couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, few little moves because 
you know, this is interesting because you pointed it out. You know, sometimes you'll you'll shoot up in a ton of points. Just depends on when the when the boys play. Right. So, you know, so that that'll affect it a bit here. But, yeah, it's pretty much, you know, a mid pack. Uh, the Noco Locos, I am just ignoring right now. They do not exist. Um, boo, so... Brandon, boo. <laughs> yeah, you're you're an outlier now. So it's really a tight race between two and six, right? So because uh, <laughs> number one's out there, he's just laying the boots to us all. So um, so for my team, hey, if you can come back and win this for me, yeah, you'll be singing your praises for life. However, um. <laughs> I my guys have been getting me points and clawing back up there. So, you know, I went from what dead last to, you know, right in the middle of that, you know, two through six spots. So I'm pretty happy with that. I kind of started around fifth. I was floating fourth or fifth the first couple of weeks while the Wasatch Ice Dogs really ran away with it the first five, six weeks of competition. And then the locos just man, they came out of nowhere now, like. The, the rules with the league, for those of you that are not familiar with it, we're not allowed to tr- trade. We're not allowed to just drop players. Uh, there's rules with which, um, you know, we went through a whole draft, which you got to listen to on this podcast. And uh, um, the only reason we can release players are for very specific reasons. And the most common reason is the player hasn't played three straight games. I think that's been the most common reason. We have, you know, we've had players that have moved to different leagues. They've been waived they've decided to go to college. So the main reason that we, if you choose to, because not everyone chooses to, if you if you have a player that misses three games, you don't have to. So there's been several times where teams have decided just to wait it out. And uh, and currently there's there's one team with two guys that, uh, that he's waiting out that have both missed three games. And uh, he's kind of just sticking around and, and hoping they make it back into the lineup and that's kind of but it gives you that way out if a player is going to be long-term injured um or because again there's not a lot of information that comes out sometimes about a player we don't know if the player is just going to be out three games or if they're going to be out three months sometimes so it kind of gives you that risk factor of like no i might keep this player or i might uh, i might release them and if they become available later uh, I'll pick them back up should I be in the situation where I can pick up that player. Because uh, I guarantee you, I think we've already seen one snipe this year where somebody released a player and somebody else picked them up and it worked out for them. But uh, but no, you've got right now, you just picked up uh, Jude Ailing off of the Idaho Falls Spud Kings uh, because your your goalie is actually waived. Um, I was kind of stunned the, the goalie was waived, but uh, yeah, you know, it happens. And um, but Connor Dumansnell has been like, or I guess it's pronounced Dumansnell. He can. What's that? He's been rock solid for me. Oh yeah, he's been he's been one of your main point collectors. <laughs> so for any of you that uh, are actually interested in learning more about it, uh, definitely check out our Twitter page, and uh, you'll be able to see kind of where the current standings are because I released them. Back on Monday, 7 November, so you should be able to look at that, and that's actually the day we're recording this podcast. Check it out, because it's a, it's been interesting so far. And yeah, unfortunately for the rest of us, uh, Brendan Price is destroying us all. Um, <laughs> all the two through six is within 15 points of each other. I think it's 14.9 to be exact. And um, he's 125. 5.8 or some some stupid number ahead of us like it's incredible but you're you're gonna you're gonna hear why when we start handing out these awards brendan doesn't exist to me right now so brendan don't know you looking forward to meeting you 
Uh, but right now you don't exist as far as this league goes. <laughs> You're just absolutely <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, by the way, Brandon, I'm going to be consulting with you next year before I pick is obviously you've got a magic touch here somewhere, buddy. So I got to tap into that a bit. Yeah. And he actually, I think, was dead last at one point, I think, in the first couple weeks. Actually, if I scroll all the way back here, will it actually show me? I think it will, because I actually so for all of us that are in the league, we can actually kind of keep track on how things were looking. Uh, He was, in fact, after week one, dead last after week two. He picked it up a bit. But yeah, he was dead last after week one. Uh, he After I think four or five weeks, at least four if not five weeks, he's had, he's been the top point producer every week. Not second, not third, but number one. And he's usually number one by a small chunk, which is how he's accumulated uh, such a lead. But I think this might be a good time to maybe try to figure out why by handing out our monthly awards. Yeah, um, I think he's got a couple people on this list. <laughs> yeah, so, that he uh, does. So, Chris, tell me about the Pigeonhole Hockey Fantasy League Forward of the Month. Forward of the Month is going to be from the Ogden Mustangs, the O2 out of Fremont, California. None other than their captain, Jake Muir, uh, who also happens to be on the no go locos fantasy team uh he has had a month i mean he's he's one of the top scores right now in the usphl man he has been just on a tear yeah so he gets our forward of the month and much to the delight of brendan price and much to the tears of me because jake was a fan of him when i first started watching him a few years ago loved his play and i was absolutely distraught when he was not on my team I wanted Jake on my team. So congratulations, Brian. <laughs> well, you had a slower draft. But you are actually, you were, I think, in the first round you drafted. Well, you were after Brendan, and Brendan's uh, first overall pick was Jake. So I think Brendan selected second, and oh, maybe you were third. I don't remember. Eh. It's okay. Day. It happens. Good, good for yep. Jake. Good for Brendan. <laughs> so let's let's talk about the fantasy league defender of the month. Defender of the Month is going to be from the Utah Outliers, the O2 out of Vernon Hills, Illinois, and that's going to be Matthew Kwepke, who also happens to be on the Noco Locos fantasy team. Ah, <laughs> uh, Brendan, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's see how many we go down this list and that are, that are Brendan's here. Okay, well that tear trickles down my eye. So let's talk about ah uh, the masked man. Who was the Pigeonhole Hockey Fantasy League Goalie of the Month? This is going to be Benjamin DeFiore from the Idaho Falls Spud Kings. He's an 0-2 out of Glen Falls, New York. And, uh, yeah, so he is the, I believe, is on the, he's not on your fantasy team. He is on the Silicon Valley Chihuahua. So that's Ben's fantasy team. And he has been the top point producer. He might have been second last month, but he was first this month. He's uh, He has been having a month. Now, I know... Stats-wise, people would wonder why Ben DeFiore would maybe be the top point producer. But me and you are goalies. I manage this league like a goalie. And uh, the one thing, I guess things are constantly overlooked with goalies. And how many saves a goalie has to face, especially when they're on a team that at that point was struggling. And uh, I tell you what, the Spud Kings aren't struggling anymore. They're uh, they're 
they're starting to turn some heads. And I guess they can't wait until they get into their new arena here in just under a month. They had a rough go. I mean, they're an expansion franchise. That's, <laughs> I guess that's the way of it for every expansion franchise I'm watching right now is having a rough go of it. But he has faced an epic ton of shots and he has stood strong and, you know, he's he's gained some massive points for the Chihuahua. That's a, a good a good tendy is just the backbone of any team, right? So once again, congratulations to another team. So Ben, congratulations on securing that awesome goaltender. I've got a couple pretty good ones myself that we'll talk about here at some point. But let's talk about the standout player of the month. Now, the standout player of the month is going to be He's a USPHL player as well, and he's playing for the Battle Creek Colonels. He's an 03 out of Sherwood Park, Alberta, and his name is Liam Donnelly. I tell you what, he has been standing strong in net for the Battle Creek Colonels so far. And I've, man, he's left me quite impressed because, I mean, again, another goalie where the stats really aren't backing up the goaltender's play. He looks very calm and very cool and collected in net. Yeah, I've been quite impressed. He's really, I mean, he was my standout player in the month selection this month because he's really stood out. Awesome. All right, so now we get to talk about a Sonoran Mountain Snakes player. I'm pretty pumped about this. The International Born Player of the Month. Yeah, so the International Born Player of the Month is going to be Kieran Maloney off the Bellingham Blazers. He's an 04 out of Kamloops, BC. Is that right? How it is? Yeah, Kamloops. Yep. Okay. Home of the Blazers. And, uh, yeah, so... He, yeah, yeah. And he scored some beauties this month. And um, he has definitely been standing out in the Western USPHL. And now, on some of these ladies and gentlemen, we did have some clips for Steve to react to. But uh, that feature doesn't seem to be working on today's podcast recording. Um, so you don't get to see or listen to, I suppose, Steve's genuine reaction when he sees some of these highlights so he won't be able to see defiores or donnelly's or maloney's or any of the upcoming players so you, you miss out on that this podcast but yeah he has had an outstanding month and uh for you listeners you will be able to see him drop several times this month on some of the beauties he scored uh i do like a nice save but i can't argue with a beauty goal either my friend so i'll be checking those out uh as soon as you drop them on twitter there for us so now let's talk about the U.S. Born Player of the Month. Yeah, so the U.S. Born Player of the Month is going to be Joshua Giuliani off the Austin Bruins. He's an 04 out of Plymouth, Minnesota. And I tell you what, man, this kid is a beast. Uh, when he's on the ice, you know it. He's one of the Bruins' top scorers. But again, it's not all stats. Uh, you watch him play. And I tell you what, his hockey IQ, um, his skating, I mean, he, he he seems to be the whole package and he's been quite impressive when he's uh, when he's playing. Because, again, whether it's Jared Becker from the Austin Bruins, uh, the play by play, or if it's one of the outside play by play announcers, you hear them repeatedly saying Giuliani, because when the puck is on the ice, I tell you what, he finds a way to it. Yeah, isn't it amazing some players just have that ability to they're like somehow they're always active in the play and the puck seems to find their stick it's just some sort of magical gift that some players just have it really is and he seems to be one of those players because uh he was he was a heck of a pickup this year for the uh for the austin bruins so now let's transition on over to the 0407 player of the month yeah, so the 04 to 07 player of the month is going to be none other than Kai Rivas. Uh, now, is it Kai Rivas or Kai Rivas? I don't know. He's going to have to reach out to us again, Steve. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Reach yeah. out to us and let us know. <laughs> he has. <laughs> he has, and we have to do this again. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to go take a look. I think it was Kaya Rivers, and then you're like, Uri Vaz. Uh, you know what? Let me let us know. And he did. <laughs> so. And here we are. So once again, <laughs> our apologize, our sincerest apologies for butchering a name that we should know now. So I'm going to go back and look at this and then issue an official Twitter apology. <laughs> uh, but no, he's our 04 to 07 player of the month. He's an 05 out of Surrey, BC. He's really been an excellent player this month. He's led Bellingham to their first ever win, again, with that 42 save shutout. And he's been getting a lot of the starts uh, as of late. So, again, quite impressed with Kai's play. Always got to run the hot tendy, man. Can't pull him. Got to leave him in there. Very true. Very true. We know that. It, it hurts us when we're not that guy, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well. My feelings have been hurt for about 20 years now. Anyway, <laughs> transitioning over to the 03 player of the month. The 03 player of the month is going to be out of the Ogden Mustangs, Teddy Hember. He's an 03 out of Stockholm, Sweden. And again, he's, uh, man, he's a defenseman for the Stangs, but he's offensively gifted and still crushes it out there. The kid can score goals. And I tell you, he's really stood out on the blue line for the Mustangs this year. Yeah, and he's that strong, you know, it's that's another thing that's tough to define is that offensive defenseman, you know, that is reliable back, but can also give you that spark and jump into the play. You know, me defaulting back to the NHL because I watch an epic ton of that. I apologize, everybody. Eventually here, I will be watching more USPHL. I promise you this, but, you know, finding that defenseman that can just jump up into the play and into that rush makes such a huge difference like i can point out he was you know new to my montreal canadians Caden Gooley right now is looking unbelievable because he has that ability so yeah kudos on over to teddy for you know your play uh we we love we love an offensive defenseman we like the people that can protect us chris Wright, and plus jump in that play yep. to, to give us that goal cushion absolutely absolutely right now i've got little green bag playing in my ear my friend Mr. Black himself. Let's talk about the O2 Player of the Month. <laughs> yes, the O2 Player of the Month is going to be Antonio Tarantino of the Vernal Oilers. He's an O2 out of Fremont, California. He's one of the top goalies in the USPHL right now. And I'm telling you what, if I'm a college program, I'm taking a strong look at this kid right now because uh, he's going to be aged out next year as all O2s are going to be in junior hockey. He's been quite impressive. Like his game has taken leaps and bounds from last year. And, uh, you know, the Vernal Oilers are one of the scariest teams right now in the USPHL because of a Tarantino. Awesome. Got to throw good support back to attendee back there. That's not only holding his own, but pushing his team forward. Absolutely. We love Tarantino <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> Let's talk about the forward of the month. Yeah, so the forward of the month is going to be Dave Anderchuk off the Northeast Generals. He's an 0-2 out of Los Angeles, and he's now a St. Lawrence University commit. I tell you, he's one of the top scorers in the all right now, and he's becoming the ultimate setup man. He's on a tear. Nice. nice. Yeah, there's just, 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 just as important as a nice goal is a nice setup, so... Love watching somebody that can play well, have a good hockey IQ, and set up their teammates. 100%, man, 100%. It's it's underrated, but you look at guys like Backstrom. Backstrom is like the ultimate setup man. I mean, without seriously, without Backstrom, Ovi, I mean, obviously Ovi would still be Ovi, but Ovi probably wouldn't have a good chunk of the goals he has if he didn't have someone who actually could put it on his stick when he needed it. Yeah, 
That is true, my friend. So now let's go to the defender of the month. Yeah, so the defender of the month is going to be Yuri Stalev off the Long Beach Shredders. He's an 0-2 out of Moscow, Russia. And I tell you what, he's the classic offensive defenseman, and he has been a great asset for the Shredders this year. Yeah, so going back to the previous point, goalies love, you know, a defenseman that's not only helping bail us out, but we love them when they can jump up in the play and help get points on the board for us. 100%, man, because it's critical. I mean, again, the the best defense is a good offense, right? Absolutely, my friend, and that and a solid goaltender. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Speaking of which, next award, goalie of the month, my man. Yes, Connor, your man. My man, Connor Dumasnil. Yes. So Connor Dumasnil, uh, Dumasnil, Dumasnil. He can reach out and let us know too. Uh, was watching one of the broadcasts this week, and uh, I'm not sure where they were playing. I'm trying to think of who they were playing. But uh, the the announcers were basically saying the S is silent. I think, were they playing Vegas? I want to say they were playing Vegas in Vegas. Anyway, he's a Bakersfield Roughnecks goaltender. He's an 0-4 out of Arizona. And I tell you what, by the end of October, he faced 499 shots and put up an impressive 914 save percentage. Now, you combine that with a 2-7 and record, what does that tell you, Steve? Uh, goalie's bailing out his team here, which needs more goal support. And another thing I'm going to tell you is that man's legs are sore. <laughs> yeah, and this is where it isn't all about. Like I said, he still managed to get uh, two wins out of it. And again, the, the team's struggling. It's an expansion franchise. So, again, you, you see that theme coming around again. They're starting to find their groove. Um, they hit some struggles here and there, as an expansion franchise will. But Man, he has been impressive. I mean, you're talking about, and again, I say by the end of October because we've recently moved into November and he's faced over 500 shots at this point, but 499 shots before October was even over. And he's still at a 914 save percentage. I'm sorry, I wasn't that good. <laughs> hey, Michelin, here's your guy right here. That guy is made of rubber now after how many he stopped there. So let's get this guy a sponsorship. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So this also brings me back to the point about growing the game. So here's another Arizona boy that's out there, you know, playing really well. So love seeing, you know, hockey players come out of what we consider, you know, non-traditional markets. So love watching that Connor's doing well and stopping so many shots, my friend. Yeah, it is impressive uh, how well he's been doing. And uh, I'm telling you, all these players, and it's a tough debate when I'm, you know, when when I'm deciding who's going to get the 12 awards uh, for each month, it's not like, boom, like so, uh, there are some times where the name just immediately pops into your head. And honestly, for the Pigeonhole Hockey Podcast League Awards, it's whoever got the most points for their position that month. So those three are pretty easy to pick. But the other nine, I have to keep debating names because i'll put a couple names down and i'm like okay who really is going to be the, the the winner this month and so it's not an easy thing but it's a fun thing and it's only pressure i put on myself because it's a podcast that i control the means of so it's you know is 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 stressful as it is it's actually not that stressful at all because love junior hockey and and seeing what these guys are doing on the ice and so it's exciting to be able to talk about them and to you know 
as you see, like, you know, handle the fantasy league. And it's been a fun season so far and been getting a lot of positive feedback on the uh, the highlights so far this month. So we do appreciate that feedback. But that said, we do want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in. Be sure to reach out if you're in the junior or collegiate hockey worlds and wish to get on a future podcast. Also, follow us on Twitter at PHH Official to let us know what you think. This was the Pigeonal Hockey Podcast with Chris and Steve. Have a great one, hockey fans. And remember, listeners, always clear your crease.